The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. One symptom that a lot of my Missing Link members have and just in general, a lot of my clients with MS over the last eight years is sensory symptoms. And sensory symptom management is not talked about often enough. So that's what we're going to do on today's episode. I am going to review what sensory symptoms are and how they differ from motor symptoms. And then I'm also going to explain where they come from and why they are different. And then I'm going to end with various ways to manage or reduce sensory symptoms. So I'm just going to dive right in here. When you have MS, there are two types of symptoms that are possible. One type is motor symptoms, and then another type is sensory symptoms. Motor symptoms are the symptoms like weakness, difficulty walking, poor balance, tight muscles, anything that affects your muscles. And just as a refresher, in episode 69 of the Missing Link podcast, we talked about the different types of exercises and which symptoms each type of exercise is likely to help with. So if you need a refresher, definitely check back to that episode. But those are all motor symptoms. Motor and muscle go together. The other type of symptom that's possible are sensory symptoms. So sensory symptoms are things like numbness, tingling, burning, pins and needles. Sometimes my clients will say it feels like there's bugs crawling underneath their skin, pain, hot or cold. There's so many different types of symptoms that's more of a feeling rather than a muscle or motor symptom. And it's really important to know the difference between these two because There's different ways to treat them. The reason that these are completely separate categories of symptoms are because every nerve in our spinal segment has two different pathways. One pathway is in charge of motor things. Again, that strength, balance, walking, et cetera. But a different neural pathway is responsible for sensory symptoms. So again, that's numbness, tingling, pins and needles, et cetera. Now, if you have demyelination on a motor nerve, that's going to affect muscles and strength and flexibility, tightness. If you have demyelination on a sensory nerve, that's going to cause sensory symptoms. And sometimes it doesn't even require demyelination. You might have inflammation or swelling in an area closer to a motor nerve or a sensory nerve. So that is what's going to determine what type of symptom you have. A lot of people will ask me, why aren't my strengthening exercises 
helping my numbness go away? Or why do I still have tingling and pins and needles, even though my balance is getting better? And the main reason is because there's different forms of treatment for motor-based symptoms than there are for sensory-based symptoms. Motor symptoms are going to require exercises like strengthening, stretching, balance exercises, lots of motor-based exercises, but those will not help with sensory symptoms. So if you do feel any type of sensory symptom, there are two main forms of therapy that you can get. Number one, physical therapy. And this is called desensitization therapy. I know it's a long, fancy word, but basically what it means is desensitizing you. So the way this works is you grab various things that you might have around your home, usually starting with something very soft, like a cotton ball. With the cotton ball, you're going to rub it around the area that you have sensory changes, the numbness, tingling, burning, etc. So you rub it around that area or tap it, bounce it around, just touch the cotton ball to that area where you have sensitivity changes. Ideally, this is going to bring on your symptoms. If you normally have numbness, touching the cotton ball to your skin should make you feel a little bit more numb. Or if you normally have pins and needles, touching the cotton ball to your skin should make those pins and needles worsen. That's what desensitization is. It should make it worse at first, but over time it lessens. Essentially what we're doing is trying to notify your brain that this stimulus, so in this case the cotton ball, is actually okay. It might be a threatening thing at first, but your brain is going to realize, okay, this is actually okay. It's not hurting me at all. And eventually, the more you do this over time, that cotton ball won't bother you anymore. It won't make your numbness worse or your pins and needles worse. At that time, instead of using a cotton ball, you use something that's a little bit more noxious. So you might use a piece of fabric from a t-shirt that's a little bit more rough. Or maybe you use the rough side of a sponge, or you could use a hairbrush. There's so many different things that you could use from around your home. I'm just looking around my desk right now, and I have a bottle of kombucha, and I'm noticing that the top of the kombucha bottle is soft on the top, but it has ridges on the outside. Those are two different types of textures. I could try both of them on my skin. If any of them bother me, I'm going to want to keep doing that in order to help desensitize. If the cotton ball that I suggested at first doesn't bother you, then don't start with that one. The idea is you want to start with a texture that does increase your symptoms and rub it around, tap it around, touch the area for anywhere between three and five minutes. And you can do that a few times a day, every day. And over time, that should improve. I will say that sometimes it improves very quickly. I had a client with MS come into me one day and her biggest symptom was pain and burning in her feet and in her calves. So we put her feet in a bucket of rice and I had her move her toes around, roll her ankles around to really get that rice touching her feet and her ankles. And we were doing that for about 20 minutes and about 10, 15 minutes in, she started noticing that her symptoms of burning and pain actually started to reduce. Now, of course, it did come back once she left the therapy session, 
But the more we did it over time, the longer it tended to stay away. I just want to point out, if you are in my online MS wellness program, The Missing Link, we have an entire video where I explain all the nitty-gritty details about desensitization exercises. I give lots of examples, and I actually demonstrate how to do it. So if you are a Missing Link member, sign into the program right now, type desensitization into the search bar, and it will pop right up for you. Now, physical therapy is just one of the things that you can try to help reduce sensory symptoms. But the other thing you can try is medication. And this was often prescribed to you from your neurologist. Examples would include gabapentin, pregabalin, carbamazepine, amitriptyline, and nortriptyline. It's going to be different for each person. I have some clients that tried gabapentin and loved it. They felt so much relief from it. But other clients didn't notice any difference on gabapentin, but they did notice a difference with carbamazepine. So it's going to depend on you as an individual. It might depend on what other medications you're taking, and it might take a little bit of trial and error. If you are feeling sensory symptoms, I hope this episode gave you some awareness and education around how sensory symptoms are different from motor symptoms and that it truly does require a different form of therapy or exercise and potentially even medication. Talk to your neurologist, or if you are working with a physical therapist, talk to them about your sensory changes or your sensory symptoms and see what they would suggest for you. If you're not in the missing link and you want access to the desensitization exercise, as well as tons of other motor exercises you can do to improve your balance, your walking, etc., check out a video in the show notes. I am going to pin it there. It's a 13-minute video where I show you exactly what is included in the missing link, and you can learn if it's a good fit for you or not. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.